Like Do you not start this one today? Yeah, let's go. Let's get we can actually it. start it. Oh, we don't need. Let's get one. into it. Huh? Fuck! You don't want five minutes to just chit chat. Yeah, a thousand intros, boy. <clears throat> you can just pick one from a previous week. All right. Smell me. You know what? You know what? It's it's very cagey. I'm just gonna say it. Everyone's a bit. Everyone's a bit on edge. So, so it should be. I'm not. Episode 22 of the Almost Blues Brothers podcast. I'm Joe. Today, here with Dan and Jules. How are we? We've had a bit of a cagey start, haven't we? Yeah. It's a, it's, there's going to be a can of worms. We, don't, we don't know where this is going to go. Well, we're, first off, we're back in the studio. It's our, it's our job. It's essential. <laughs> We've got workers' permits. Yeah, we do. Yeah. I've written them for you. Yeah. On my personal training. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So we're back in person, back in the studio, which is good. And we need to be today because there's been a lot of anticipation about this one throughout the week, boys. 360 feedback for the, between the three of us. And like you said, Jules, before we started, it was very quiet in here today. It was like they're just holding back a little bit. It's because no one wants to give anything away. Yeah. That's mm. why. To be fair, there's been a few jabs though. There's been a few jabs. I think you've just been jabbing yourself. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it, there has been a build-up of anticipation. The socials on on the socials, we've got people writing in telling us how how much they're looking forward to the three hundred and sixty feedback. Stay tuned because we're gonna we're gonna do that one to finish the show today. <laughs> got a few other things got to get through first, but let's just delay it a little bit. We're excited for this show. Just put it that way. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm actually getting more. Oh, yeah. I'm getting more nervous as, as you get closer. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Um, as as usual, just want to thank everyone on the socials, boys. We are above the 600 followers all of a sudden. I don't know how that happens. It just ticks over. It's crazy on on the Instagram. So massive shout out to everyone. Everyone following us. Massive shout out to everyone that gives us a listen each and every week. This is the last episode of just the three of us, as well. Don't say that. It is. No, until, you know. Until Jules gets back. But this is this will be the last episode, just the three of us. Next week, we'll be joined by Jules' replacement, Reese, who has done an episode with us previously. Uh, and then after that, that's it. No more Jules. He hasn't got big shoes to fill, tell you that much. Nah, not at all. Actually, not at all. We're going to get there. You're already winding me up too much. Good. Yeah. It's, it's, so that, you should. You should be worried. Joe's not going to be able to handle yeah. the feedback. Nah. <laughs> I reckon it's, he might leave. Stop. Doesn't take it on board. Next week, we've got Reese joining us as the four of us. We're back into the swing of things today. As you can as you can already tell, it's very tense in here. <laughs> it's very tense. For all you listeners, we're actually sitting about two metres apart from each other as well. <laughs> uh, if you haven't followed us already... Socials at Almost Blues Brothers. You can follow our personal accounts as well. It's all there in the bio. Um, before we get into the show, a bit of blues news. I mean, it's not hard. We're going to talk about it in the in in our actual mid season review as well of the club. But football department review at the moment, big, got massive, brought, got brought forward, massive. I'm surprised you haven't done this already. To be honest with you, yeah, it's taken a while. I mean, it got brought forward. Though. They said it was going to happen at the end of the year. Already had a casualty in John Barker on the first day. Luke Power stepped into his role as um, a stoppages coach. So I don't know what what else what else are you guys expecting is. Do you reckon Teague is safe in this? The club said that they're standing by him, but do you actually believe it? 
Um, look, I think anything can happen. You know, to just to say that you know, Teague safe or certain people are safe, even going going across the board, and you know, obviously all coaches, every aspect of the football club. I don't feel like as if anyone could be safe at the moment. You know, obviously every, the the three gentlemen um, who was it, Pavlich, um, Walsh, Jeff Walsh, yeah, Jeff Walsh, and who was the other? I forgot his name. Oh, off the top of my head, I can't remember. Yeah, but <clears throat> so obviously the three gentlemen, obviously they're going to go and cross the go right across the the club and. See, it's Graham Lowe, pull, yeah, Graham Lowe, Graham yeah, Lowe. and pull apart the club and see what they can find, really. Um, and then from there, we'll see what they say. Yeah, listen, uh, in my opinion, I think Teague is safe, um, but for the others, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. I, as my opinion, I would say the same, yeah. but do we know? We don't know until the review's done in the next couple of weeks, so. I just don't think they're going to make a statement like we're going to stick by Teague and then bin him. Am I right in saying he's not contracted after this year, or is he contracted for next year? He is contracted for next year. He is, from what I oh. yeah, because he, he signed a three year, three year deal. Yeah, is that right? I think yeah. he did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so and I mean, you know what? And especially with Collingwood after a coach too, if they're going to make the call on him, they're going to make it now. I think they would have made it first because there's coaches mm. out there that are in waiting in the wings. That if we're going to do that, yeah, do it. But we'll speak about. But this. I don't. I don't. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll get into it. Yeah. we'll get into it when we do the mid season review. Um. All right, previous show, just an AFL mid-season review, a broad one. We'll go back to our pre-season predictions. We'll revisit those, see how close we were. I can tell you, not even close. We're far off it. <laughs> and, what and, I remember anyway. And we made a we made a comment because we're all very much of the same opinion, and we said, "Fuck, like we're all we're all together. It's good. We must know footy." No, nah, nah. I think <laughs> complete opposite. We got no idea what I we're talking about. <laughs> this mid-season reviews probably shown that we've actually got no idea. Yeah. So after that, we'll go to the Carlton mid-season review, um, top to bottom. We'll preview the Giants game next week. And then, as we've said, to finish off the show, <laughs> there's fear in, in both of your eyes. Do you know what it is? It's the Raw Rumble. <laughs> it's the Raw Rumble. 360 feedback to finish off. So, boys, without any further ado, let's get into it. the mid-season review this is review footy a reading hold on hold on I'm going to retract why are you laughing <laughs> that's fine that's a fine you're really serious in doing this I can't believe this how does he disrespect the great man I just didn't expect it how does he disrespect the great man I didn't expect it I didn't expect it it's got to be planned <laughs> yeah controlling let's do that again A reading from the Book of Judd, take two. The the way Carlton collapsed at the start of the 2015 season surprised and shocked pretty much everyone at the club. And within a couple of months, led to a point where everyone could see that Mick Malthouse was going to be sacked as coach. Bottom line, we were playing too poorly for something not to give. I've made it clear that I don't blame Mick for our wretched performances. It was simply a symptom of where the club stood. Because the effective decisions made at a club are not felt overnight and player development takes years. There is an enormous time lag in AFL footy. 
Now, decisions made three, four, and five years ago were coming home to roost. Unfairly, that became the problem and the responsibility of the man in the coach's seat at the time. Peace, Peace be with, with you. you. Oh, I think that would have... That reading probably came at a good time just before we did the Carlton mid-season review. But that's right. So, yes. AFL mid-season review. Um, <clears throat> boys, let's let's revisit pre-season predictions. <laughs> You're not happy with me. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> pre-season predictions. Let's revisit. So, we all had the same top eight teams. It was Port... Brisbane, Richmond, Saints, West Coast, Geelong, Carlton, Bulldogs. And we all had the Saints in our top four, first off, just off the bat. We also all had Carlton in our top eight, which is obviously looking shaky. None of us had Melbourne in there at all. Do you know why we had the Saints in our top four? Because <laughs> we all went to that game that they played us in preseason. <laughs> they smoked us and we thought they're going to be unbelievable. <laughs> so top eight was exactly the same. Exactly the same. Um, now... Geelong, Brisbane, Port, Richmond, Bulldogs, West Coast. So six of those eight, I would say, probably still make finals at this at this point. But like I said, Melbourne and Sydney are the two that we didn't have in there. Mm-hmm. Do you see? Obviously, Melbourne's going to be playing finals. Do you see Sydney still holding on? Yeah. So I've I've had a look at it in terms of the top and bottom eight. I don't see any. Maybe only one or two possibly trying to impact the eight or trying to get in the eight. Um, but, yeah, I see the eight pretty much staying as it is, to be honest with you. I agree. Yeah, I don't see anyone else coming into it. I think that eight is what it's going to be come finals. Yeah, um, It's just where they where are. Where the order, yeah, yeah, just based on the order. Yeah, so the teams that are within two games of the eight but sitting outside are, are Gold Coast, Carlton, St Kilda, Adelaide, GWS, Essendon and Fremantle at this point. And the Saints, Adelaide... Even Frio, GWS, us and Gold Coast will struggle on percentage. Essendon's probably the only one that can jump in on percentage because they're, they're close enough, but they're still they're still two games out. Actually, we're three games out, I just realised, yeah. and the Suns. So there's probably only really, I hate to say it, but maybe one side, which is Essendon, that could mm. jump in. And it would take, at this point, Richmond or West, or West Coast to, to, to bow out. Yeah. So it's a big ask. I agree. I think it's going to stay yeah. the same. And I don't see Richmond or West Coast coming out, considering Richmond's you know run home in the last three, four years, which they've had. They um, time Usually, it. yeah, after around 12 or so, they have they barely lost, really mm-hmm. lose. Um, and then obviously West Coast at home, they don't drop games there. So, yeah, they'll make the eight for sure. Dan, you had Brisbane for Premier and Port as runner-up. Me and Jules had Port for Premier. Jules had Brisbane runner-up, and I had Geelong runner-up. Do we still stand by each of those? No. You don't think Brisbane can win it? I don't think Port will come runner-up. Oh, so you're sticking by, by Brisbane. I think Brisbane will, will, will win it. I really do. I just think Melbourne I've, will be there. I've changed mine completely. I've gone Bulldogs with Geelong grand final. That's yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, and Geelong to win. See, I don't think the Bulldogs are going to be there purely because of their forward line. Yeah, I don't think they're potent. I don't enough. think they're potent. Yeah, that's right. Not- midfield's good. And when it comes to finals, you need a good midfield, but um, I'm not yeah, convinced. I feel like as if in the crunch, their midfield will get them over the line. Where, but it's their, like you said, their forward line's not going to be as good 
in the grand final. That's where Geelong will have the, um, the upper hand there. Yeah, I'm I'm saying Melbourne will make the grand final 100. That's what I yeah. They will, and they'll probably play Richmond. I'm not writing them off. I can't do it. Yeah, I, can't, I actually can't do it. It'll be Melbourne Richmond, and I reckon the way that I think the way that it can play out, I think they can both meet there in the final. Can Brisbane and Melbourne meet? Not sure. Not sure. But. I mean, it depends where they finish, if you want. Yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. But uh, for Richmond, me... Richmond could play Melbourne first game. If Richmond... No, yeah, that's right. It, yeah. You said it yourself. Richmond timed their run yeah. perfectly every single year. I just think they make it. I think Melbourne have been too good to ignore at this point. I don't think it, I don't think this is fake anymore. I think this is like... They are genuinely the real deal. We've said it. Right? We've said yeah, it. it's... The thing is, they're the real deal in the season. Yeah, let's and see, I let's think... Let's see and I they're think the real they can, finals. Yeah, it's a different ball game. I think they can get there on the last day, but if they play Richmond, Richmond are going to be premiers again. They're going to go back to back to back. Simple. If yeah. you if you meet Richmond on that last day in September, yeah, it doesn't matter win. where you're playing, they win. Yeah. I just had to put Melbourne in there now because, like we said, for me, that they're the most well-rounded team. Mm-hmm. Coleman. Dan, you had Cameron. Jules, you had Dixon. I had Danaher. On the count of three. I know First name or last name? I know we're all... First we're, name or last uh, name? Full name. We're all obviously going to change it. And on the count of three, we say it together. One, two, three. Harry Mackay. We should... You did. I should get bonus points because I had him as a, a, a special mention. Yeah, it doesn't count, but no, it does because I because what count. points? There's no points. What yeah. bonus points? It's like you when you're athletics and you get. No, I just want to win shit. <laughs> it's, it's like when you're in athletics, man. You get a participation reward. Shut up, man. I just want to win shit. Harry, if he stays fit, he can't lose this at this point. He just can't. He's averaging almost four goals a game, man. Mm. <laughs> like it's ridiculous. Uh, in, and we've said it in a in a in a team where the delivery is genuinely dog shit at times. Hang. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, looking towards our second half of the year, we generally plays play clubs that are in and around us or below us. So yeah, yeah that's right. Um, rising star, we all in the end said Matt Rowell. I don't know. He's come back. If he has a big second half of the year, he probably still could. I don't think so. Not for me anymore. Nah. Who who have you got? I went Nick Cox. Uh, of course you do. He's a spud. I'm sorry, he is. You know, I'll say, yeah, you know, I'll stand by that. I'm sorry. Everyone got around him when he shinned a goal off his left uh, foot. Shinned it. Yeah, yeah. Shinned it through. I, 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 sorry. Uh, yeah, I reckon he's having a good year. Yeah. Hey, you're entitled to your opinion. You are. It's just wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I've got Tom Powell. I'm with you. I'm with Tom Powell. Tom Powell. Well. Or the other one I was thinking was Tom Green from GWS. Oh, yeah. He's had That's a big not year. a bad shout. Yeah. He's had a big year. And he's actually flown under the radar. I still think Tom Powell. I'm going to stick by that. Write it in. Write it in. No, I'm not changing them. I'm not changing them. We're just saying now. Oh, yeah. Um, how much do I want to win? No, it's not a fine. Really. Actually, no. <laughs> how eager want to win shit? Yo, he, he, does, he doesn't want to go to Spain in front. That's why. Yeah, yeah that's it. Brownlow. Brownlow. Me and Jules had Jack Steele. And Dan, you had Bont and Pally. Oh. So I reckon you've nailed that because I'm changing it. I'm going Bont. I'm going Bont. By a country mile. Yeah, country mile. Based on all what you're saying here, I actually know more than you guys. Based on this. I don't know about that. Based on this. <laughs> He's got one right. Well, yeah. <laughs> you haven't even got it right yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. We're going to go. I've got three categories here. Three categories as part of the review. Who's Who's been your surprise packet this year? Of, of, ever, of any team? Melbourne. Melbourne. Yeah, I've, I've said the same. I've said Melbourne as well. Yeah. And I had most improved. Also, I, I also had Melbourne. Oh, Sydney. But I was thinking Sydney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Do you do you genuinely think Sydney can keep this up? The other team, the other team, I am surprised about. And I don't actually even want to bring them up, but Essendon. 
as well. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'm surprised. Surpri- yeah. I hate saying it, yeah, but yes. they, they've surprised me. Um, but going back to what you said before, Joe, in terms of um, Sydney, I feel like as if the last few weeks, I think they sort of just got over line against us in some way. I don't think they, the game, um, like their performance compared to the start of the year was, was as good um, against us. And then obviously last week against the Hawks, they weren't um, up to it as well. So I think they might, um, yeah, have a bit of um, a bad patch here. I've, in the game as well, they were talking, discussing about the, I think it was their next three, four games. They're generally playing like good teams. Good team, so, and they lost to the Hawks, yeah, like you said. And, um, yeah, so I don't see them, there's like three, four games. I don't see them winning any of them. This is the thing though, and this is why it's so important. This is why we got our club has to get through it, our head. You've got to start good. Yeah. You have to start the season good. Yeah. They won games early. They got themselves into a position where it was like, all right, now it's ours to lose. This spot is ours to lose. We don't have to try and chase and worry about results at the end of the year. Get off and to a good start yeah. in the season. It's that's not why that game against Sydney. For, that's why that game against Sydney for us was crucial. Massive. And when you see um, when you see Hawthorne, someone like Hawthorne beat them and we couldn't do it, it uh, makes me sick. Um, who's been most disappointing? Most disappointing team this year. I'll start. I'll say this, I'll say St Kilda. I'll say St Kilda. Us. It was yeah, it was a toss up between St Kilda and us. <laughs> I say us. We're already gonna have well, it. Well, in terms of position on the ladder, I would say St Kilda. Um, because I rated them I think most of us rated them. I rated the top them four as one of the top yeah, four teams of the yeah. top. So maybe just like on the edge, on the brim, so top four, so fourth position. Um but yeah, in terms of like a personal note, yeah, I'd have to say Carlton to be honest with you. I say us. Plain and simple. Yeah. It's been bad. Oh, we're we're four and eight. I keep forgetting that we're four and eight. Yeah, yeah. I just it's, there's. I can't say it's I, yeah. the fact that we've built it up. Obviously, as a supporter base too, but the club's built it up too. The club's built it up, Jules. Yeah, not that but, we've built it up. So, the no, club's no, built it up. They built it up, and then we've built it up because because we have every right because to. of yeah, them. Because we have every right to, to build the, it up. Yeah, on the back of what they've said in the media. Yeah. Um, and I feel like as if because of that they weren't able to. Obviously, they talked it, but they couldn't walk the walk. It's that, it's that simple. We're going to talk about the Blues. We'll go into our mid-season review in a minute, but. On that note, because obviously we're going through a review at the moment, right? Colin would have sacked their coach as well. Nathan Buckley, well, not sacked, apparently stepped away. I don't, yeah. know, I don't know what the deal was yeah, there. But he's good. gone. So they're, they're obviously undergoing change as well. <clears throat> when you look at the Saints, is this something that they need to now go down? Having a look at where the performance of the team is this year? Or would it be an overreaction? This, I want to ask this because I want to then relate it to the way that we're looking at our review in our club at the moment. No. Um, Why? Because I feel as though I don't. I actually don't feel as though it's their department that's the issue. I think it's just purely game day. They're not doing the right things to get it done. Yeah, think about it. They kick eleven behind, 12, 13, 15 behinds. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, that's for me. That's where I find the yeah. issue, not the actual department. Yeah, I think yesterday, last night, the game against Adelaide, like it should have been, like it, it was done in a way. To be fair, obviously allowed him back in, but you know. It could have been more, and it should have been more, you know? So, yeah, I feel like I'm pretty on the same line um, as Pov. Would you also say no because of the amount of time that Ratten's been there? Yeah, that's another, yeah, that's another definitely. aspect too. Yeah. So this, and this is it's, it's a perfect segue because the parallels between us and St Kilda are like, it, it, it's just, it's so similar with where yeah. we're at as a football club versus them. It's just that I don't think many people expected them even their fans wouldn't have really expected yeah. them to be I this think, bad. I think us as Carlton fans, whether whether you wanted to admit it or not, at the back, in the back of your mind, head, yeah. you're, at the yeah. start of the I season, think you're thinking, oh, I don't, I still don't know. I think I don't know on the top of my head, but I think the list demographic is a bit different though, in terms of the way they've gone to trade in players. They got one of the oldest lists in the comp. 
Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, just you, by, you can just say in terms of games, like I know people in the media, they bring it up in terms of, um, you know, that our average age on game day is a little bit more um, older than, you know, some other clubs. But you take out like Casbolt, Murphy, Eddie Betts. Um, yeah, that you know, changes. That changes. Kurno. changes. Yeah. <laughs> Jones. You take out, you know, in the next year or so, they're gone. Like, yeah. we'll be one of the youngest teams. Yeah, you know agree. what I mean. So you take those. All right, players out let's let, let's let's get into let's get into our review then. Let's get into Carlton's mid-season review. So let's purely look at us as a football club. Before and eight after twelve rounds. If someone had said to you before the season, Blues going to be four and eight after twelve rounds, would you have laughed? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to sum this this up with one word: underachieved. <laughs> yeah. No shit. Simple. But I'm not- Simple. Simple. I just if twelve and after twelve rounds, I would have thought six and six would have been yeah, I would have been content. I Even up until two weeks ago, that was realistic. Yeah, Sydney and West Coast were winnable games. Yeah, exactly right. You know. Yeah. So the yeah, and the other the other one too is the Collingwood game. You know, like and out of those three, you slip up one. Say just because of performance in terms of um you know that. You win two of those, and like you said, it's six and six. But hence why us as supporters were so frustrated with those two losses against West Coast and Sydney, because mm. we could have been six and six. Yeah. Mm. But the problem is you put yourself under the pressure because you don't win the game against Collingwood. Well, correct. Yeah. That's what I said about Sydney. Yeah. They won games early when they needed to. They, yeah. put them, they put themselves in a position where they weren't under pressure to win games now. That's where we're at as a club. Yeah. I think someone in the media brought that up in terms of um, our start of the season. Um, our intent should be like that and obviously go go the course with it as well yeah um but our intent needs to be there from the start i think it was against richmond to be fair mm-hmm. okay um i know they kicked away in the end um and you know obviously against who was what was round two round two was against collingwood wasn't it mm. yeah that game where that was a bit off but we watched it back and it wasn't too bad comp- no, um, it was pretty bad we laid like four tackles in the first quarter. Oh, yeah. Sorry. It was terrible. No, but after that. Yeah, after yeah, that we switched on. That, but, you know, yeah. we still but gave it wasn't up. enough. We gave up five or six goals in the first quarter. Mm. Like, Boys, we're midway through the year, yeah? Now, for me, the biggest thing, and Joe, you're actually going to like this because you spoke about it a lot in preseason, but for me, the more I see it now, the more I think about it, the more I look into it, it's a culture thing. <laughs> it's so... It, it, is, is, it is that. And yes, okay, we have some big issues, um, in terms of like on game day and in terms of structure, etc. But I'm sorry, the culture needs to be addressed. You I need to start in this in this in, in this review now. The culture needs to change. I said it literally in episode one. We need to instill a winning culture, and because we don't have it, it doesn't happen through bringing in players. No, it doesn't. Do you know why? Because no. I do. You know we got I, the talent. Do you know what I related this to? It was when. Our women's side came out in that opening game and we didn't kick a goal till half time. And I asked his, I said, are you worried about our club culture? Mm. Top to bottom. So obviously... Reserves, whatever. The reserves, hold on, the reserves have had these lapses as well. Our our VFL side. The women's side have these lapses. We have these lapses. Just lack of concentration, lack of determination to win for four quarters. It is... And it was was in Juddie's book last week, I'm pretty sure that that, that I read it. Yeah. Where he said... There's polar opposites between West Coast and Carlton. West Coast had a loss, they got up and they got on with it. Carlton had a loss, and if it was by 50 points instead of 100, the fans had clapped. Yeah, that's yeah. that is that is literally where we're at as a club. That, it needs to be fixed. Yeah. I, I, like I said to you, that's why I wanted to bring this up early because for me, that is the biggest issue as to why we cannot move forward yeah. as a club. So 
I was watching um, apparently Kud Feeders. He had a um, a med um, uh, an interview. I can't remember what media um, source, but what. But um, he also on his socials on his Facebook socials um, was videoing today live, and um, he was just going back and forth in relation to you know back when he did walk into the club and the culture that it was. Um, that he did come into a winning culture, um, a culture where they had you know players that have won three, two flags, um, and make sure that if they were doing one v one scenarios in training or two v two, damn, do they want to they want to win? Yeah, you know? and you want to beat and you want to beat your man. On top of that, he spoke of he spoke of Elliot highly in the regard of um, the way he instilled the belief into the players, the way he would. Um, you know, pat them on the back before the game, like it's your day today. You know, and as president, speak to them as president. He'd yeah. be there in the change room as as uh, as a support. Um, there was there was another th- other things that he did mention, obviously in the um in the socials as well when he was um speaking. But another thing too is he also spoke about that when he did leave the club in two thousand and eight, that the last five years of his playing career at Carlton um, was just devastating. Yep. The the amount of yeah. um, the culture. The way it has just had to just declined over the course of those five years, um, and to the extent where he just had to have a year off, so no form of, of work. I think it was in the 2008, 2009, there when, yeah. when he did retire. So he had like a year off. After that year, he did go back to the club and ask, you know, if there was a role for him. You know, he'd put his hand up. Um, but yeah, they didn't. Um, Mark McClure, Mark McClure said it on 360 as well. Same thing. Same thing. That culture that was instilled in the 90s was instilled in the 80s and the 70s when we were winning flags and when we were a really good club. And, and it was it was a group of guys that were determined to win, but they'd do anything in their power to make sure they were a part of it. So at training, like you said, Jules, you'd go through someone if you had to. Yeah. You would. Not to hurt them, not to kill them, yeah? But if it meant that you were going to get in front of them, in line for the best 22 or the best 18 back then, do what you need to do. It's got to be competitive at all but those Those standards and that culture needs to be set by... Up, and do you think, and and are we yeah, all? And in that's a, why I brought Elliot yeah, up. Yeah. That's right. Are we all in agreement that that is not happening right now? No, one hundred percent. We're soft. As a, yeah. We've gone yeah, soft. Yeah, yeah. Oh, not just now, group. Can I ask no, a question? Right. That's right. Yeah, and I feel like I feel like as if you see that in in the way Teague is as well. I've only seen him like maybe once, twice. Where he's actually gone through them at halftime or quarter. Teague's one thing, right? But can I ask a question? Everyone, especially in the media, they talk about our draft picks. Dow, O'Brien, did we get it right? Did we get did we get it right during the rebuild? We obviously got Weedering, Mackay, Kerno, Fisher. We got those types right. But Dow, O'Brien, SPS, there were there, there's certain players that the media picks on to go. Carlton didn't get their selection right, and this is why there's certain problems that are that are that are surfacing now. I want to ask it this way. I look at it this way. Should we have done the rebuild the way that we did it? I'm happy. You were happy gutting the entire list, turning over 42, 43, 44 players within the space of three years, completely gutting the list, actually saying as coach, Brendan Bolton, oh, it's not about wins and losses, instilling that in the group. Hold on, over a number of years. I'm not happy about that. Or when you look at clubs like Collingwood, Essendon now, that are going through a similar, really, their list is at a similar spot to where ours was, and the way that they're going about it, would you rather have us gone about it that way? I don't know. I think it does. I think that element there doesn't matter. I think the way we actually went about our rebuild wasn't the issue. We missed one crucial thing: bringing in the right cavalry to instill that culture yeah. from the start, yeah. from the top, from the top, yeah, from the top. That's where we got it wrong. So not the way in which we did it. We went about go, gutting you, the list. You go through um, 
the likes of um, Geelong, Hawthorne in terms of their recruitment, okay? Geelong, before they started, started their reign um, of, of form in terms of winning premierships, um, they had strong, strong first in terms of what they drafted, key position players. Hawthorne, same thing with the likes of Rough Ed Franklin, okay? And then they started drafting um, midfielders, okay? So same, obviously, Hawthorne, same. Rough Ed Franklin, like yep. I said, midfielders again, okay? But first, it was key position players. Then, then what happened? Carlton, what did we do? We went to the draft, who did we recruit? Weir- Weirin, Mackay, Kerno. Yeah, Mackay, Kerno. Yeah, that was our key first position. draft, key yep. position players. Why? Well, for the spine flat. <laughs> we yeah, had but nothing. Because they take longer to develop. Yeah, that's right. Okay? Yeah. Makes sense. You know, down the track, it's going to take them four, five, six years before they develop. Yeah. Okay? Weirings took about what? Four? Yeah. Yeah? Not roughly. Even. If that. Yeah. He, had, yeah, he if probably that. had a down patch in, I think, his second Se- year. Yeah, second we went back to the NFL for four okay. weeks, came back, and he's been... He's yeah, been unbelievable. Right. Yeah. Harry, come on now. Obviously, in terms of injuries, probably um, held him back. Charlie, he was probably the better of... the the mm, three-ish yeah okay um, you would say obviously injuries last couple of years hopefully potentially gets down the track down the track he's going to be up to it now it's up to our midfielders to develop yeah that's okay? right that's it it's simple we know where we need the area in which we need to improve our, our spine and they said it today on radio as well our spine is actually one of the best in the comp easily easily young, young spine yeah. best yeah. young core yeah. Boys, we have the talent. Yeah. The, uh, the issue is not our list. Yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. You have to change you can't the tell culture. Me. All, yes. the, all the midfielders that we drafted, you can't tell me, because we've literally got like eight, nine, ten young midfielders, you can't tell me four or five of them aren't up to it. It's, no, that's right. They're definitely up to it. you got to think confidence as well is a big thing. Yeah? Yeah. You're going into a losing culture, into a losing mentality, and then that comes into your game as well. Now... You're talking about culture, yeah? And you're talking about having to come from the top, from the board and whatnot. And we've this whole time we've said it can't come on Teague. It's, it, it would be remiss of us if in this as part of this review of the season to date if we didn't look at Teague in some aspect because he is the head coach, right? And at the end of the day, it always comes back to the head coach, right? Always, regardless of what sport you're in, there's one coach, yeah. right? I'm not saying Teague, and, and by no means am I saying that Teague, okay, should be under the microscope right now. I don't think he should. I want to give you some stats. Jules, you spoke about Clarkson and how he rebuilt the Hawks. Spoke about Bomber Thompson, how he rebuilt the Cats. Dimmer, how they, how long it took them to get going and win a flag. And here's some numbers. So Teague's been our fourth coach in the last 10 years. Fourth since 2012. We've had an average tenure of two and a half years for each coach as a result. When you look at those teams, right? So Hardwick took him four seasons as head coach to make finals. And took him seven seasons to win a flag. Bomber Thompson took eight seasons to win a flag. Clarkson took four seasons to win a flag with the Hawks. Yeah, I hold on. Buckley took eight seasons to make a grand final with Collingwood as head coach. Simon Goodwin, he's taken five seasons to get to where they are now with Melbourne. Leon Cameron took six seasons to make a grand final with GWS under under different circumstances because that was obviously a, a brand new club, right? But still six seasons. Adam Simpson took five seasons to win a flag. At, at West Coast. Teague's been there for 18 months. Yeah. I understand that culture is a massive issue, but over time, for me, if you stick by your man and you build the culture around him like these clubs have and you back in your man and you tell your playing group and your entire football club, he is the guy, 
the belief will start to but come. But that's why I like that the club came out and said, yeah, we're going to sure. stick by Teague. 100%. I was, I was wrapped when I heard that. 100%. I really was. I, and Teague shouldn't get off scot-free because you said it yourselves. He's very, he's too calm. Yeah. He's not animated enough. He's not assertive enough. Yeah. Okay? He's Correct. not assertive enough. And from him, he has to set the accountability. But at the same time, he's so raw in this role when you yeah, think about sure. it. That's why I'm saying around him, he needs he needs this experience around him, but the right experience. You understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, agree. Yeah, the experience where you know what you need. Like Brett, Brett Stanton for me, yeah, isn't isn't yeah. someone that's going to provide need, that. You need you need support around him. Okay, that has come from a team, a club where they've set standards. They've been a part of a club, a winning culture, a winning mentality. Where you know what, it's do or die. As simple as that. Yeah. Okay, it's like he borderline right. needs a mentor. Oh, he's got Walsfold. <laughs> yeah. In a part-time role. I understand what you're saying. And on that, I'll go back through these coaches, right? So Nathan Buckley, Justin Longmuir was the one that they give the credit to, coached by Ross Lyon to a yeah. grand final. He played in that grand final, did he not? I'm sure he did. Justin Longmuir, yeah? Um, Leon Cameron had Kevin Sheedy, yeah, yeah. as his tutor in the mm. early days when, yeah. when Sheeds took over. So of course he's going to... That, that culture's there, right? Dimmer... Blake Carousella, Justin Lepich, two players that played in grand finals. One of them played with Dimmer in a grand final, mm-hmm. in the Essendon grand final in, 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 in that flag in 2000. Um, Simon Goodwin, Choco Williams this year. He's the one that, that, that they're giving credit to. The head coach doesn't change in any of these situations. The support around him does, and the playing list also remains constant. Go back and have a look at the playing list of when they took over these coaches and the playing list that they took to, to, to their grand finals or to their flags. The majority of their core is exactly the same. So I, I'm, I'm in full agreement. It, we would be... I just have flashbacks to when we sacked Ratten because Malthouse was available. I just feel like this talk of Ross Lyon and this talk of, all oh, Buckley, like, you know, he's, he's actually a pretty good coach. Clarkson might be on the market. We, with 18 months under Teague, we would be stupid to pull the trigger now, for me. Agree. Oh, Agree. I don't see the club. Because you start again. I'm I sorry, you start it. again. I, I do not see the club. I'll be very, very surprised if news comes out to say that we've sacked him. Like I said, I think the club would look stupid saying that they're backing him in and then make a decision like that. Yeah, come on, boys. Worst performance of the year for you, Collingwood. I, mean, I, I say Collingwood. Collingwood. As well. that's, was, that's that was when I was most disappointed. Bulldogs fourth quarter. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. That's that's not a bad shout. Yeah. It's not a bad shout. Think about it. Collingwood, we should have beaten, knowing where they're at now. That's fucking inexcusable. Right? We should have like beaten them. At Bulldogs, we had it by the scruff of the neck. That's six and six, even without beating one of Sydney or West yeah, Coast. <laughs> but do you know the thing is, winning those two games against Sydney and West Coast, damn, we would have been up for it. Oh, just because we yeah. were amongst it. Do you know what I mean? Just in terms of our... Um, that Collingwood win- game, we didn't yeah. even show up. We didn't even show up. No, we didn't. On the flip side, best performance of the year. <sighs> Could be an inside game. Well, yeah, all right, best patch or best... Because we do, we play in patches, so it's fair enough. <laughs> well, yeah. the best patch for me was the three quarters against Bulldogs. Yeah, yeah. Those three quarters that's against Bulldogs. Oh, that, that's why I brought yeah. up. Uh, how, my, how is that? Our ber- worst part of the season is in the same game <laughs> as, as our the, best part yeah. of the season. For me, the Essendon game was the highlight. Yeah. Yeah. That day, you didn't come that day, Dan. I think you were... I was in... Um, what's her name? I was in, in Queensland. Uh, Queensland. 
But Jules, the build yeah, up good. to that day. It was a good day too. The weather, weather was insane. The atmosphere, yeah. it was loud. Just had that feel about it. And, a buzz. and the fact that we were down early and came back and won by whatever we won by, that was still, I don't care if it was a comeback and if we didn't show up from the start. For me, best performance of the year. Best because we stood up when we needed to. Not like in every other game when we faded out when we needed to stand up. For me. Mm. Can we make finals from here? Yes or no? No. Finals, no. 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 I've written Line, this. straight through. Yeah. So what do you expect for the rest of the year? I'm expecting to beat the teams that are below us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm I reckon. expecting. But not, not, but not just beat Hammer. I don't know about that. Yeah. And maybe take one one or two scalps. Correct. Yeah. I reckon pff, 10 wins. Well, I was going to say, so we're, I've, got, I've got a couple of questions here that I want to roll through for us. So final win, loss and ladder position. I've got 9 and 13 and we finished about 11th. Yeah. I could probably agree with that. Yeah, I'd probably say. I'd probably agree with that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, Carlton BNF. I don't see us winning 10. Nah, it's, it's going to be hard. Done. We have to take, we literally have to take a couple of scalps along the way if we're going to do that. Yeah. And the way we're playing, hey, we might come out of this mid, this oh, football department review and win no, 10 straight games. It's like when you change coach and it's like you you pretty much automatically win that game you after don't know. you suck the coach. She <laughs> suck coach every week. <laughs> <laughs> Pre-season, we all said Walsh to win the BNF. We're sticking yeah, by it. Like, without a doubt. He's winning now, so that's it. All right. That's the main one. Who, that's the main one. This year, this year, who's been your most valuable player? Walsh. Walsh? Mm. Walsh? Yeah. yeah, Walsh. Harry for me. Oh. In terms of product. Most valuable player, Harry Mackay. He might not win the BNF, but he's our most important player. Uh, you take out Walsh out of our side and he, he doesn't get the ball, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what do you mean, man? Are you serious? He's barely... He, he, he'll, he gets the ball with some of the shit that gets delivered to him anyway. He makes it, he actually makes it happen for himself. The way that he takes the ball at full flight, at full stretch, it's actually unstoppable. It is unstoppable. If you hit him. Yeah, well... You don't even, this is what I'm saying. You don't even need to hit him. You'll find it. The, the thing Imagine about, if you actually hit him. The thing about us, boys, is that the sad thing about us in this mid-season review is that on your hand, you can count the players that have stood up. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Well, and the ones that have just been passengers. Yeah, and got, that's why we are where we are. I've got a few other questions well. around players. Who's been most improved for you this year, Harry? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, definitely. I agree. Uh, okay, most improved. Yeah. No, what were we gonna say? I was gonna. I don't know if maybe this is gonna be part of your question, but I was gonna say that coming in though, when they first came in, obviously to our club, Lockie Fogarty. Hmm. Huge. Well, obviously, towards the end, he, his performances dwindled. Yeah. I felt he probably wasn't as impactful, but like I think he for me has shown a lot since coming to the club. This probably actually relates to the next question. That's why. I, that's why I was going to hold off. Biggest yeah. surprise packet. Well, that's Fogarty. Yeah, he's Fogarty. Yeah. Biggest surprise packet. I've got Parks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's not bad because yeah. I didn't Good actually shot. think he'd play a game. And the fact that he came in and actually played a really good role in the three or four games that he played, I'm still surprised he hasn't made it back into this side, to be fair. But yeah. I, I thought Parks was was impressive. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Yeah, I love Parks too. Yeah, Jules didn't... Jules, you know, he hasn't. He's checked out, but we'll get there in the feedback. Um, most disappointing player this year for you Williams. to finish off? <laughs> yeah, I didn't even have to say it. Zach Williams. Yeah. yeah. That's actually universal, just by the way. Yeah, Someone, yeah. There was another another Carlton fan page on Instagram. They did a poll, yeah, and that. like eighty percent of the votes were for Zach Williams. Yeah. That's shit. Seriously, play position. Do mate. you blame him though? No, nah. no. Nah. I don't either. 
I blame the club for giving him the the right to think that he, could, right. he could play Correct. as a midfielder. No, as, right. as a bona fide midfielder. As we say, know your role. Yeah, know your role. Stick to what you're good at. Your role. Stick to what you're good at. And since he's gone back there, but he's been. Jules got gave him three votes. If he nah, if, two, two, two. <laughs> if he was doing that from the start of the season, he wouldn't be our most disappointing. I can promise you. Yeah. No shit. Mm. To be in that five, six players that we mentioned. Yeah. In terms of actually being two players. hands instead yeah. of one. Yeah. Boys, that is it for the mid-season review. Complete mid-season review. Footy, overall, and blues. Now, before... Is this no, 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 no. Feedback time? no. Hold on, hold on. Let me before get we shoulders. do this, you can warm up. We've got a preview to do for the next game. We've got, oh, yeah. we've got a game next week against the Giants. The Giants. Just, Hold your horses, just just please, boys. I know you're I'm excited. I'm a bit nervous now. I know you're excited. We're almost there. We, we do have a game next week. Buy rounds are all done, so it's back to. Oh, actually, no. There's one more buy round next week. Fuck, it feels like these buy rounds have been going for six weeks. Yeah, <laughs> instead of doing it over two weeks, they do it over like five weeks. Oh these my days, god. Man. We got as it is currently. We've got the Giants at Giant Stadium, seven twenty-five p.m. Saturday, nineteenth of June. So next week, boys, can we win this game? Yes. Yes. All right, good. I need, I need we can win most games. I need Whether we do or we don't, it's a different, it's a different story. Hey, I mean, they, they drew with North today, so maybe they're not as... Um, you know, they're going to bounce back next Do you know what? I can already feel it. The way this season's it. going, you can't say, oh, they've beaten someone the week before. No, you can't. You, who the fuck knows? Yeah. Good and bad memories? Any that spring to mind against GWS? I know the, the best. Yeah, we we're yeah. all there. We we're all there. Oh, oh yeah, man. I was insane. How good was that? Point, hey. We were giving it to Heath Shaw. Remember first, that? For, they were first. We were last. Yeah. You couldn't even bet on us. That That's day. right. They didn't really yeah. bet. Do you remember that? Yeah, I know. I know. We, they scratched yeah. us from the market. You couldn't even bet on us. Jules, I wanted to put money on us. How, How about us just following like Heath Shaw? Yeah, like just for his kick in. To the to the listeners, <laughs> just paint a picture. So hold on, wait, wait. This was 2017 when we beat GWS by a point. I don't think we've made that clear. No, <laughs> we just got too carried away. Go, go, go. So we'll play obviously GWS, Marvel wherever Stadium. at Marvel. Pretty much wherever Heath Shaw was running, we were there. Yeah, we were actually following him around the whole stadium, quarter to quarter. I've never seen him have that many clangers before. He actually game. did. He had heaps. <laughs> he actually did. We were hammering him. At one point, we were actually in JDOS's like cheer squad. So, the whole game, we sat with your dad, Jules, yeah. at our Carlton cheer squad area, and it was close in the last quarter, and we're thinking, if we win this game, I want to be at the end where we're kicking, which was GWS's was- cheer squad. And we sat, there was four of them there, but we sat right in the middle of them. But if there had been a helicopter view, of, you would have just seen four blue amongst orange. <laughs> it was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. That that game for me is still one of my favourite Carlton memories Same. to date in my life. That Thanks. was just the it, that was just unbelievable. It was unbelievable. Thank you, Hishaw. <laughs> that was Cruz's one fiftieth that yeah, day, I think, I think so, as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Fuck, bad memories. Good. We've got a lot of bad memories against them. Just by the way. Oh, there's another good memory. We pumped them by like 100-something points. Oh, when they oh, first started. When they first started. Yeah. How about this one for a memory? And you were there, Jules, that oh. day. And we stayed. Whole game. We lost by... It was at Marvel oh, Stadium. I know which one you're going to say. It was at Marvel Stadium. It was embarrassing. We lost by 105 points. <laughs> on, but it wasn't even... It wasn't even the end... The final <laughs> margin. We got outscored in the last quarter, 38-6. to six, And they had 16 players on the field. Callie tore us apart, man, that game. Callie tore us apart. 16 players and we got outscored by almost six goals. 
<laughs> that was so. Just yeah. remember. Just, <laughs> just think back and just remember how far we've actually come. What do you think? This, what do you think the score I'm trying to let that go. Those memories. Oh, <laughs> what do you think the score differential um, differentiation is between us and them? Maybe give us a do calculation next week. Over time. Yeah, yeah. No, them because they belted us oh, by ninety three yeah. points the year after as well. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, maybe we change it next week. Who are their weapons? Who do we need to stop? Oh, Green, Toby. Yeah, yeah. He's dangerous. I think their midfield. So Taranto. Yeah, I think you need to get on top of their midfield. Taranto, Kelly, Hopper. He's if, having a big. Yeah, Kerno doesn't go to one of them, and he plays off the half back next week. I don't know what I'm going to do. Here's one. Through the TV screen. Here's one. Shane Mumford. We've got Tom DeConning in there. Who we rate highly, obviously, right? Yeah. But young body probably does. He's not as physical as other ruckmen. Yeah. So he's going to get around the ground. Better. He's going to yeah, get around it. the ground better than the than Mumford. Yeah, he will. I think he, he he'll be fine on him. For me, we need to exploit their backline. Yeah. Because it's can I can I make a well can I make a comment just while we're talking about Mumford at center bounces? Pitnet has to be the ruckman. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. Mm-hmm. Yep. Every center bounce. Oh, you know what? I would say almost. I would, I would say almost the other way around. You you you'd back yeah, it because is athleticism over because, pit net's body to be able because, to because because in the center bounces it's, it's more of a jump. Okay. Okay. Around the ground, it's a more of a contest in terms of one on one like marking contest. That's fair. So then I would say Pito. Okay. Yeah, but that's not. Bad. And then and then De Koning would play against their second ruck. Flynn around the ground. Flynn played today yeah. as well yeah. alongside Mumford. Yeah. So I just think to... I just think around the ground. TDK's got to yeah. go with him. Yeah. 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 I think you try to exploit that. 100%. If, if, if TDK's get there for a hit up, you hit him. You were speaking about the back line? That's their weakness. Yeah. I was about to say, how do we beat them? That's how you yeah. beat them. And, and you know what? Our entries have to be on point, And what we've got to do is pick them apart. So I'll say we've this. We've actually got to be measured in the way we go about it. I'll say this. Nick Haynes is one of the best intercept markers in the comp. Genuinely, he had four intercept marks in the first quarter today against North because their entries were just bombs. They got two weapons off the half back line. Isaac Cumming and Whitfield and Lockie Ash. I haven't even spoken about Whitfield. He's been playing off on wing. Yeah. Lockie Ash and Isaac Cumming. Their kicks are pinpoint. So it's a it's a weakness in terms of maybe one on one ability. But if you let them slingshot, they'll. And yeah, you're the talking that, about slingshot. Hold on. The way we transition in defensively. Are you serious? We they will tear us apart. I get that. If you watch the game today. If you watched how North went into the forward 50, it was all measured. Yeah. They took their time, they measured their kick, and they picked holes. After court, after after the very poor patch. That's what quarter. we've got to do. That's what we've got to do. Get it done, boys. <laughs> I, think our de- I think our defensive line holds up against their forward line. Yeah. If Plowman, he should play. I don't think he's injured still. Plowman will go to green. Concussion and the suspension's done. Plowman has to play on green, man. Yeah. He's the only one that can we do can't the job. Have He's actually the only one that can do the job. Mm. Yeah, I can't see Stocker there. We can't yet. have Stocker. Ins and outs. Ah, oh, Plowman in. Yep. Cottrell out for me. Yeah, Cottrell yeah. out. Cottrell out. And then Stocker push up in the midfield. Yep. That's all. That's it. I'll I agree. Up. And Murphy out. Medical sub. Don't care. Yep. Making medical sub. I I get it. He wants to get three hundred games. Sorry. You still have to. You still have to prove that you've. He was. Spot. He was a medical sub. Not. No. He wasn't. Nunes was in against oh, West Coast. Yeah, yeah. So Murph comes out. Medical sub. Bring Parks in. Bring Parks in with Plowman. I think that back line when we had Plowman, Parks, 
Weeders Jones. Better balance. It actually worked better. Yeah. And then have Stock further up the... Uh, not Stock. Doherty further up the ground on a wing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cottrell's out of the side. Put Stocker further up the ground. Rotate him on a wing if you need to. He can still play outside. He's got enough pace to be able to do that. Yeah. And you got Williams and Sarnoff halfback. And Newman? Well, concussion. I don't know if he's going to get up. He might, he might come out too. So if he comes oh, out, yeah. Parks definitely has to come out. Yeah, in. that's right. Yeah. True? Yeah. 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 Margin. Match predictions. I reckon we win. Yeah, I reckon we win. By? 18 points. 11. We lose. <laughs> 20 points. <laughs> Fuck. Have some positive. No, I can't. I, I'm not. I'm not doing this anymore. Until I see it. Until I see it consistently, I'm not going to do it anymore. He's going to tip north against us, man. We will. He will. He will. Oh, he if will. We, I'm sorry. If we lose, if we lose the next two games, I probably will. <laughs> to be honest, with the intent they showed today, it's all about intent. Anyway, boys, that's it for the preview. Now this is the real show. <laughs>
We've said it before. Simple things, just really simple English grammar. The other day, in a text, he says, hey, do you notice this? Then and then? Yeah, he gets it wrong. He can't get All it right. All the time. All the time. Oh! No speaking. All the time, yep. And some of your words in this podcast have been, you've tried to... You just fluff your way through general expressions. First episode, you said something about there'll be some sugar coating. Sugar coating what? What sugar coating? <laughs> Come on, Jules. Jules. Please. Jules. I love you, man, but you're a, you say you're a stats man. Yeah? <laughs> it's a good one. I reckon I've got the same one. You, this one? Yeah. you say you're a stats man, all right? Now, if I look at the stats of this podcast, you're on the most fines. Yeah? Which to me just generally says that you have no idea <laughs> and that you're not cut out for this. In in every capacity, you are not cut out for this. Is that too brutal? He's taken this well. No, he's actually taken really it well. Good. No, same. It's it's close to what I was gonna say, to be honest. But at the end of this roasting, I've got some advice that I want to impart because I think when he comes back from Spain, it's going to be a lot better. Well, so I'll finish with that. But uh, go. How, what, how much more have you got? Because I've got one more thing I need to say. No, I've got two. Oh, off you go. So I do think that when you did tell Joe and I that you were going over, that your attitude... Now, you're talking about the player's attitude. Look at him. He's on his phone. He's not even listening. He's actually not even listening. Put down. That's a fine as well. No, this is... Jules, your attitude has been... Despicable. Yeah. Answering back. I think we're going to finish on this one because I've, I've, got, I've, got, I've got the same. Go, uh, go, 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 go. Answering back, turning up to the podcast late. Yep. Hasn't he? Yep. It's <laughs> a lie. <laughs> that is a liar. Is it? It's a fine. No, it's not. You've, you've been rocking up late more than him. <laughs> go, I roasted myself. Continue, though. I, I just think you've checked out, mate. Yeah. You're just done. You're done with it. Yeah, Jules, honestly... I'm sorry, but you checked out about four weeks ago when you told us you were booking flights. Now, I understand you're excited. You've got things to do. You're going to go see your lovely partner, this and that, you know, but you still got a job to do at the end of the day, man. You got, a, you got He's got his own segment, Casano's Calcs. I'm sorry, a calc isn't just reading off the stat sheet. <laughs> Bring something else to the table, man. Oh, oh, Carlton's inside 50 differential was, was 37. Casano's Calcs. <laughs> It brings nothing. And do you know what it is, Jules? Switch on a bit, man. Jules, the thing is, is that, and you know what he always turns to? He turns to, I just, it, make, it makes my blood boil when he goes, oh, but I put that video on Instagram. Yeah, one, one video. What? We got 20 followers from it. Big shit. <laughs> Why? Oh, we got 45. <laughs> we got 45 from it. More than that. But Jules, it's 45 out of the other 600 that we've garnered. Know your role. You say it yourself. Know your role. Execute your role. You haven't been doing it. You couldn't, so I had to help you. What is there? Right reply here. It's a fine. It's a fine. It's, not. it's a, a fine. fine. Okay, Jules. No, what? It's a fine. Put in. No. Put you in. Can't you can't talk because you lied. What have we lied about? Because man, I, I, you couldn't do your role, so I had to help you. Oh, <laughs> I couldn't do my role, man. Yeah. All right. To finish off, right, have you got just some final advice? <laughs> and you're gonna need this for when you come back. Practice over there. I could give a fuck what you do, mate. Stop. Think. And talk. Then speak. Yeah. Stop, think, and talk. We're going to miss you. You took that well. No, we didn't. He How else am I supposed to take it, man? No, he did. He took it well. No, hey. Take it on board. I have. Who's next? Yeah. Has to be. Me. <laughs> Me? Yeah. All right, go. 
Jules. Don't you reckon Pov just loves himself? Yeah. <laughs> Genuinely <laughs> loves himself. The way he just, ru- mate, he comes to the pod and he's up and about like you wouldn't believe. Yeah. yeah. Have you noticed? Oh, this is good. Every single time, this is good. every single time he walks into your house, yeah. have you noticed him have a look in the mirror, that round mirror? Yeah. Every single week. I actually have to take that mirror down. The next time, it, the, the mirror's not there anymore. Yeah. yeah. Because of that. Yep. Yeah. That's a See? lie. I don't know. That is a lie. <laughs> the mirror's but, not there, but for another reason. Go. But genuinely. Don't yeah. look at the mirror. Uh, uh, he loves rubbing the lemon juice into his hair. He loves his locks now. I don't even notice, but he always does oh, this. Oh, oh, Joe, Joe, Jules, how good's my hair today? Oh, yeah. Joe, how, how good do I look today? I'm yeah. sexy today. He, say, he has said that. Yeah. He has. Oh, I've never said You see- did? Yeah. Oh. No right reply. I'm surprised. Now, I'm surprised he hasn't looked into that mirror yet. Dan. Yeah, I agree. Dan, you're on a podcast, man. You don't have to say, can I just say something? <laughs> Every five minutes? It's your job. It's your job to say something. It's your job. <laughs> Swish on, man. You come on. No, seriously. And here's another one. I need you to settle down. Yeah. Do you know what I think? I, no, I, I edit this shit. So when the final product comes out, it's nice and smooth, clear. When I first edit this, my eardrums genuinely blow. He's loud. I need you to just settle down a bit. The decibel levels. I know you're excited, you're a bit passionate, but just have a think about my, like, tinnitus is a thing in ears. I don't want that. <laughs> Jules. Nah, I was going to say, look, Bella, I love you. Yeah? You know I do. But, mate, I don't want you to lose your swagger. But, man, <laughs> Bella, get over yourself, yeah? <laughs> Dad, it's not all about you. This this leads into that. Yeah, it's not Dan, it's not all about you. It, every time we hey. do this podcast, at this when we're just at the the tail end of it, I get these finger whirls. Yeah. Wrap it up, Joe. I've I've got to be somewhere. I don't care. Have you noticed? You have you noticed as well, Pov? He's always late. Always. Always. Genuinely, do you know why? You can't, there's no right reply. Do you know why? It's actually true. Because he wants. He just wants the red carpet rolled out. Yeah. He generally does. It must be the last one walking. Yeah. Uh, oh, everyone's going to oh, come to me and give yeah. me kisses hello. Yeah. yeah. Genuinely. Just, you're right. Get over yourself. Lastly, from me. Oh, I, I, I started saying it. No more finger whirls. Wrap it up. I'm sorry, but Jules, you'll attest to this. I, do I genuinely not want to start the podcast pretty quickly? Yes, I'm not. Who's the one that comes in and makes sure that the intro goes for 30 minutes? Because I don't shut up. Yeah, that's that's Paul's role. So that's his role, but if you want to talk in the intro, that's fine. But don't wrap me up. <laughs> don't try and wrap me up. Don't try and wrap this up. It's your job. Be here till the end. <laughs> you got anything else, Jules? Nah, that's it, man. I love Miller. Well played, boys. <laughs> we actually had it. That was well good. played. Hey, you, know, you took it well. Oh, that's good. You took hey, it well. But leading into. Getting over Can we, yourself so, and being no, in control. I think we're, we're done. So, we're thanks not, everyone. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for listening. No, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, I think we're, we're done. We're not, no, oh, man. We have the... We, we have, are far from done. This is the Ooh. one that we really want so, to get. I'm, I'm going to take this on. I'm telling you. Do you know what I'm saying? Joseph 
Adamo. Here we go. Yeah? King? Are we allowed to speak? Are we allowed to speak? King, what other nicknames do you want me to give you? Jizzle Pistol? Are we allowed to speak? What are we actually going to say? Are you going to tell us? He always says to us, boys, give your opinion. Give your opinion. But then what happens is that Joe ends up trying to influence our opinion and what he's trying to say. Boys, you need to say this. I've done podcasts before, boys. Trust me. If I hear that statement again, Jules, I'll leave. Yeah. I'll, I'll genuinely leave. Yeah. And it's, you know, the thing is, I feel like as if Joe's trying to co-instruct his own little world. Co-instruct? Yeah. Co-construct. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm going to call it out. I'm call it out. <laughs> co-construct his own little world here. He's got his head in the middle. It couldn't be put anywhere else. It had to be his. It's the Joe show. Yeah. We've said it once, we've said it before. It's the Joe show. Yeah. For you listeners, if you when you meet this man in person, you'll realize he is an absolute stress head. Yeah? Just to every part of his core. When we go to the games, we're two hours early and he's rushing us to say, come on, boys, we're not going to make it. Fair. Fair? I'll take it. Yeah. Please. And- Me and Jules now are coming into this role and we feel more comfortable. Let us fly, bloke. <laughs> Yeah. You know what the thing is? And he edits the socials. Okay. Sorry, not the socials. He edits out, obviously, the pod. Does an okay job at it. Now, now we'll give him credit. The editing, he does he does well. Yeah, but it's not much to edit on our, on our part. Oh, no. That you know of. But <laughs> Joe genuinely edits himself to make himself sound good. He cuts out, he cuts out fines that he's supposed to have as well. Genuinely. Yeah, yeah that I do. Yeah, see? <laughs> he does. See? 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 So in, even though I, I'm gonna obviously I'm hey this is where I take on the feedback. I know I don't pronounce the words sometimes correctly, but at least I cop the fines. Yep, Joe, take on take on the feedback, yeah, mate. You don't let anyone speak. That's probably the biggest thing. <laughs> Do you know what? I, I remember one episode before the episode. Joe goes, boys. I'm realizing I'm talking too much. I want to give you the reins. Yeah. Do you know that episode there? I actually went back. He spoke more than any of us. Yeah. Do you know the thing is, mate? You have... How's that work, mate? Nah, nah, nah. Do you know the thing is? You have more control of this podcast than the Communist Party has of China. (laughs) That's a big statement. I don't know about that. Can I I just ask a question on that? Has it been better or not? (laughs) Last month or so? It comes and goes. Comes and goes. In patches. It leads me into my next point. Because when you're asking me, has it gotten better... You still have these moments in the podcast where we're trying to give our opinion and you come in. Give it a rest. <laughs> yeah. Intro the segment. Be quiet. Know your role. Play your role. Execute. Now, last this for me, this is the last point. All right? You're laughing already. Now, you, you cry about the socials and the socials seems to be your... It's joy. It's like he's nah, but it's like his little pull on us to go. You're not. Oh, you can't say that because I do the socials. I specifically remember asking you, Joe. I will do more on the socials if you want me it's to. There. It's Use, in the chat. No, I'm you, speaking. It's in the chat. What? It's in the chat. What do you mean it's in the chat? Password, username's in the chat. No. It's connected to your phone. But we had a conversation. How? Why are you interrupting my Sorry. roast? Okay. <laughs> fine. That's fine. You said. Fine. You said, that's okay, Dan, 
That's okay, Dan. I know you live a busy life. Don't worry about it. Don't make me feel bad about it then. Did you not? I'll, t- I'll cop Did it. you not? I'll cop it. Did you not say that to I'll me? Dan, I know you're on the road. It's going to be hard. You're busy with work and that. I'm, I'm, I'll be able to do it. I've copped it. Yeah. Jules, I know you're educating the students of the future. Wrong. Wrong. I'll do it. No, that's incorrect. Nah. That's incorrect. That's not. Nah, right. that's, that's a lie. That's not a lie. What else you got? Not once has Joe ever said to me, I've done a good job. That's a lie. That's yeah. a lie. It is a lie. Yeah. Every Monday. I'm yeah. done. <laughs> I'm done with it. That's the roast done for me. Yeah, that's it. I'm done. That was good. What'd you think? Yeah. I'm done. I feel. I actually feel better. You relaxed, though. <laughs> Boys, that was a good episode. You happy? 360 feedback's done. Yeah. I feel so much better. It's pretty yeah. brutal, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I think for everyone, it's very brutal. No, I didn't say it. I can't say it. You're, you're going to have to cut it out if I say it. Don't say it. Yeah, it's not Don't say it. Boys, I'll good app. I'll save you the editing. Good app. Let's just hope we suck it to wins on the board for the baggers, please. Come on, baggers!